Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you, big book study, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. My name is Amy G., and I am a recovered compulsive eater from Maryland. Today's date is Tuesday, February 8, 2022. Today we are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are on page 164, the second paragraph. We're going to be reading two sentences and commenting on those two sentences starting with, see to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Commenting on those two sentences only, please. Today's readers are, and thank you so much to Team Tuesday, Loretta H., Nancy T., Kathy S., Jill H., Marge E., and our newcomer greeter, Loretta M., and host, Nancy C. Um, The... IDs for yesterday, Monday, February 7th, the 7 a.m. meeting, 18,516, 10 a.m., 18,517. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask for Jill H. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Jill. Good morning, Jill H. from Nashville, Tennessee, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to all of them. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and we were, when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation 
to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me serve. Thank you, Jill. I will now ask for Marge E. to read the 12 Traditions. Go ahead, Marge. Thank you so much, Amy. This is Marge E. from Massachusetts, Recovered But Not Cured. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Pass. Thank you so much, Marge. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, please. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. Again, this meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute your phone. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the big book, We are on page 164 in the second paragraph, going through the two sentences, starting with, see to it that your relationship with him. And we are going to have Loretta H. to get us started.
please go ahead, Loretta. Good morning, Amy, and everybody on the line, along with my precious God, who saves my life, Loretta H. in Raleigh, North Carolina. See to it that your relationship is right. I hear some papers with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. And I looked up the word fact last night, and it's an action or act. And it's interesting because that is what I must do every day to have this relationship with God and others because our program is about having these relationships and first it's with God, then we do four through nine, it's with ourselves, and then we go have relationships with others. And I, every morning, start out at six o'clock with a two-way prayer group. And it was interesting because this morning we read um, the Our Father, you know, and uh, it was, um, you know, it's forgive us our trespasses, but those who trespass against us. And that's what the major part of my day today should be, is to be of maximum service to God and others. My trespasses will be arrested if I have this state with God and set some, um, not boundaries, but some GPS in, in place, God's positioning system. And I'm so fortunate I have this program because, like, it starts on page, I always start on page 85 in the, 83 in the morning, which says there's a long period of reconstruction ahead. And I have had, with God's grace and mercy, many 24 hours. But every day I wake up as an addict. And lately I've been waking up more um, thorny than ever. And um, I need, I need to settle this thorniness down with this relationship every morning, a date with God. And then I don't only work steps, I work all the steps. That's the action plan. That is the action plan because 83 through 85 is actually my action plan for the day. And with the action of doing that action, I become more efficient. I become more um, God conscious. I become looking at my um, 10 and 11s. I just, I, I have more freedom. And with the, um, this, this action plan, then I can help others because I am such a self-absorbed person that without knowing what God's will is for me. I cannot go out in the world without being selfish. And we have, um, or I have 10 and 11 to continue to take, per and when we were wrong, properly admitted, so that I don't keep tripping over myself. And so this is the great fact for us. And that's the action of working this program at prayer and meditation, it's all the steps, and 83 through 85, and we have a life beyond our wildest dreams. And with that, I pass. Thank you, everyone, for saving my life. I am so grateful, and my God. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Loretta. Perfect timing. Okay. So we'd like to take down some names um, of those who would like to share. Just a friendly reminder, if you shared on either Monday or Friday, although we love to hear your experience, strength, and hope, we'd like to let others step up as well. So who would like to share on what was read? Please give me your first name and the first Katie letter. G from Boston. Joanna, KG, John, um, who else did I miss? Who? Morrissey. I missed Rachel someone. Rachel Tina S. Oh, Tina. There we go. Christina Tina L. Christina L. Morrissey. S. Morrissey. Rachel K. Rachel K. Anybody else? Okay, I've got Katie G, Johan M, Maura Z, Tina S, Christina L, Kelly S, Rachel K. Did I miss anybody? Okie dokie, great group. All right, Katie G, you're up, followed by Johan. Go ahead, Katie. Hey, Amy, set my timer. Katie G from Boston, thanks for taking the meeting. I love that great fact is capitalized, right? And I'm taught that whenever it's talking about God, it's it's going to use capitalized. And you know, I think for me that the most powerful part of this line is my relationship with Him is right. So how do I have a right relationship with God? Well, first of all, there are many higher powers in the world, but I need a highest power. And what I mean by that is. When I came into the rooms, I really wanted a relationship with God, and I didn't realize that if I was abusing food, ingredients, or behaviors in any way, that I can't have two masters. In other words, if I'm worshiping at the altar of my toilet and throwing up, then then, then the toilet is God, and that whatever I think about, whatever I'm dominated by in my thinking, that's God, right? So I have to have an entire psychic change, ideas, emotions, and attitudes, which were once the guiding force of my life. They have to be cast aside. So how do I do that? Well, I have to get entirely abstinent for me. I have to be sober to work the steps. I work the steps because, you know, abstinence is my problem. You know, I got abstinent and then I just was filled with selfishness, self-centeredness, dishonesty, and fear, right? Like I'm that little girl who's plowing through other people. And before I had a psychic change, the order of operations in my life was me, myself, and me. And I fought everyone and everything to get my needs met. And today I'm taught that the proper order of my life is God, others, and then myself. But I can't do this without the steps. You know, I have to follow the treasure map to get to the treasure, which is God. And that is super important. So today, you know, every day, um, and it's it, it's constantly changing. You know, I, I talk to God in the morning um, and I try and bring him in throughout the day. Um, and I'm a, I'm a human being and so I can get filled up with self. And then I have to go back and say, God, where are you? And claim God and do a step 10 and look at where am I selfish, self-seeking, dishonest, and afraid. But I'll tell you the miracle. You know, I'm at home um, with my kiddos and hubs right now. We have 
um, COVID like everybody else. And um, the thing is, I'm not a screaming maniac right now. I'm just not. And uh, with little ones and all the things going on, that is a miracle. There are miracles abounding in this program. If you're new or you're in relapse and just coming back, hang on to your seats. It is so amazing with that I passed. Thank you so much, Katie G. Okay, Johan, Johan M, please go ahead, followed by Mara Z. Hi, hi, good morning, Amy. My name is Johan M, like in Nancy. I'm a recovery compulsive reader in Sweden. Uh, thank you so much for service this morning for the lead share and the share so far. Amazing to hear all the people on the line and just an amazing paragraph as well. Uh, before coming into the rooms, I didn't have a relationship with God. I had a relationship with food, with substances, with money, power, women, trying to, you know, uh, fill this void inside of me with everything outside of me. Uh, there was no room for a God. I was God. <laughs> uh, until this uh, disease beat me into reason, and I just had to get on my knees and beg for help. Uh, which I did, and the help came. Uh, today, today, the relationship with God is the most important thing in my life, because if I don't have a relationship with God, I don't have anything else. I must put my relationship with God before my children, before my wife, before my job, before everything in my life, because everything I have in my life is thanks to the relationship to God. And, you know, like it says uh, in the end, it's a fact. That's a fact that all this will happen uh, if I just keep a conscious contact with God. And how do I do that? I, I took a sponsor. I worked through the steps very quickly. I got a spiritual awakening. I started sponsoring right away and started living in step 10, 11, and 12. And today I'm abstinent more than two and a half years. I'm, uh, I'm neutral on food. I don't have any cravings. Uh, my life is, is, is just a miracle today. I live a great life with uh, my wife, my kids, and, and the program. But it's just one day at a time. That's the thing. And I really, really learned that in a way. I came in from other fellowships. You know, I thought I lived in 10, 11, and 12. But, you know, I learned to live in 10, 11, and 12 in a way. I really did. Somebody told me that OA is like AA on steroids. I need to have... Uh, I need to have a, a, a daily program. I, the only thing I have is today. I just have today. I need to be in steps 10, 11, and 12. I need to do daily 10 steps. I need to do my 11 steps in the morning. Not for not for five minutes, not for 10 minutes. I need an hour in the morning. I get up before my family. I do it for an hour in the morning. I need to, need to do it at night. And I need to sponsor my ass off. Because if I don't do that, the food is waiting for me. It's always there. And my experience is it's very, very easy to just turn to the food. It's what I see, and that's my experience. But, you know, thankfully, for this relationship with God that I have today, through working the steps, through OA, and through this amazing meeting situation, uh, I don't have to turn to food anymore. Not, not today, at least. So, with that, I pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Johan. Okay, we have Mara Z followed by Tina S. Go ahead, Mara. Morning, Amy. Thank you so very much for your service. Starting my timer, Mara Z, gratefully recovering in Virginia. 
see to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. I had this at one point. I don't have this now. I'm working on this. I've actually gotten myself a sponsor. I'm actually doing the work. I'm relearning all about those little hidden foods and things. And I've got the willingness. And that is a miracle that I have willingness after two years to do the things I know that will bring me to having that relationship with him because I need to do these 12 steps. This is, this is how I get to where I need to get to, the 12 steps. And I get to have that relationship with him because I do the 12 steps. There's no shortcuts here. This is, this is how you get there. This is how I get there. That I have to make sure that my relationship with him is right. Those great events will come to pass for you and countless others. I didn't understand the countless others parts for a while. But then I realized once I was right with God and I had peace and I was neutral around the food, yet another miracle, then how I behaved as a human being around others was changed for the better. This is the great fact for us. This was the great fact for me. I want that back. I want that back that I have now found the other definition of God, and that is the gift of desperation. I can't stay here. I can't stay in a place that has no hope. So I'm reaching out and I'm working on getting my food right so that I can work on the 12 steps so that I can get to where I am working on the relationship and working on a relationship that is right with him. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much, Ma. Okay, Tina, you're up, followed by Christina L. Go ahead, Tina. Thanks so much, Amy. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, Anorexic in Florida. Yeah, some great stuff. A couple of great sentences here. And I, the shares were just phenomenal this morning. And, you know, one of the things that I know that I didn't know when I came in here, that I had to get a relationship with the power greater than myself. And it had to be right. You know, I, I was okay believing in something bigger than me as long as it was not bigger than me, something other than me, but it wasn't bigger than me. You know, and, and it says here, to get your relationship with him is right. You know, that I have to have this uh, camaraderie with a power greater than myself to know that he does for me what I cannot do for myself, but he doesn't do for me what I can. You know, and I cultivate that relationship daily. And over time, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger because a sponsor always said, you know, something's going on and, and then maybe you need to make your God bigger. And that's been my experience. And then it says, in great events, you know, events, important happenings will come to pass. And when I say that, you know, early on, I was thinking important happenings, it was all about me. So it would be, oh, whatever, you know, I'm going to get a, a house, a car, and, and all that stuff did happen. But those aren't the great events. The great events, the important happenings are the, are the relationships that I have with you all. You know, I have a transformation that comes about through the, through the 12 steps, and then I'm able to have a relationship with you all. 
you know, and to carry this message, you know, to give this thing away that has been so freely given to me, you know, and to want to do it. Because when I got here, I, you know, I wasn't all about that. But today, more often than not, that is something that I want to do, you know, to, and, and it'll come to pass for you and countless others. I love that with just the last share for countless others so that I can be different in other people's lives today. You know, so that I can be the person maybe that they need to be in their life to help others, you know, and that this is a great fact. It's the great truth. This is the great truth. And it has happened for me. And it continues to happen for me as long as I put one foot in front of the other and I continue to do the deal. And with that, I'll pass. Great stuff. Thanks. Thank you so much, Tina. All right. Christina L. Followed by Kelly S. Go ahead, Christina. Uh, I think I'm muted. Um, yeah. Good morning. This is Christina L., recovered compulsive overeater from Florida. And, uh, you know, when I first heard that we were breaking up these last two paragraphs, um, I was like, seriously, you know, I don't know that I have anything to say on these things. And, um, there, I'm just blown away by the shares the last week or a couple of days however long we've been in this and i'm just really grateful for the shares because i just relate to so much of everything and when i think about you know see to it that your relationship is with him is right it's you know i have to question myself i'm like is my relationship right is my relationship right with my higher power with my god and um it's really bringing me back to the special edition from Sunday on powerless over, um, I think it was said that um, she's powerless over the power that restores her to sanity. And that just like really hit me um, like a ton of bricks because when I came into this program, you know, I wanted to choose my power. I wanted to choose what was going to work and what was going um, what my higher power was going to be like and stuff. And, like, I need I need a really, really, really big power. Um, and like someone else shared, you know, my higher power just keeps getting bigger. I keep telling God, I'm like, you know, you handled that really well. Now this is coming up, so I'm giving you a promotion. Um, and I don't mean to be, like, I don't know the right word, but um, funny, I guess, sarcastic with my my higher power. But you know that's 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 me, and I'm powerless over who I am too. So, um, you know, thankfully, this step, this program, this book gives me the directions to follow to get into right power, right relationship with God. Uh, working steps one through nine and just like in the doctor's opinion um, where it says uh, I had to um, you know I could not differentiate the true from the false you know I don't know if I'm in right relationship with God because you know I I have other issues besides food that just really mess up my thinking and I think that something's right but really I don't um, it's like I have no idea. And that's why I need to keep coming back because God continues to reveal to me, um, just like in one of the previous lines that we were reading, he will continue to disclose more to me. 
and to to you and to all of us, um, you know, what it is that is best for not only just me, but maybe better for another person. Um, I can't make that determination, and I can't I can't determine you know what's right for one person or another, and um, and that goes for my higher power too. I wanted a religious God, and um, that's just not how it's worked for me. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much for letting me share, and I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you, Christina. Okay, Kelly S. Followed by Rachel K. Go ahead, Kelly. Good morning, Amy. Thanks for your service. Hey, guys. Kelly S. Recovered compulsive eater and bulimic in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, so let's see here. Appreciate your relationship with him is right. And, you know, what does that mean? I know everybody's been talking about it, but, you know, for me at the beginning, okay, like not just the beginning. I've been around for decades, like three of them, almost four, I hate to admit. But even as a, as a back before I got out of relapse in last April, I thought that meant I'll spend my 30 minutes with God. That'll make it right, right? Well, guess what? It didn't. And I still do that. I still spend that time with God. But I sort of like compare it to uh, years ago when I was um, my first marriage, you know, my ex-husband and I, we might spend some time hanging out and doing stuff, but I cheated on him all the time. So that didn't make that relationship right. So, you know, I spend time with God. I thought that 30 minutes with God was going to fix me. But guess what? I wasn't carrying these principles in all my affairs, um, in all areas of my life. And so what does that mean for me today? I spend time with God every morning. I get connected. But, you know, my sponsor reminded me back in working others, it says we have to live by spiritual principles, right? And so, you know, that's what this whole book's about. I know we hear it all the time, but I had missed that message for so long. So I like to share it because, you know, we put our food down. Yes, we have to put our food down. Black and white, 100%. But then this book, these steps are all to get that transformation, to get that power, with, you know, that relationship with God so I can be a different person, you know? And I love, I, I have a lot of stuff marked in my book, but one of the ones I really like because it really stood out to me is back on page 19 where it talks about we feel elimination of our drinking is but a beginning. And it is a beginning, but a much more important demonstration of our principles life before us in our respective homes, occupations, and affairs. So how am I carrying this message in all areas of my life, not just in the rooms or on these phone calls or in the Zoom meetings, but at work, you know, at, in my home? Um, am I living by spiritual principles? You know, and that's what great events will come to pass. I've become a changed person. You know, people at work may not know it, but they're happy I work this program. My family may not know it. I tried to show them and tell them all the time, but... They're happy I do it. You know, great events <laughs> pass. You know, I'm tra- I'm transformed. My family's transformed. You know, and then I get to work with others and help them become transformed through this process. And that's the great fact. And I think about that, the great fact, known or proven to be true. You know, they, they did this without even a whole lot of proof at the time when they wrote this book. And so that's, that's, the, that's one of the uh, promises, I guess you could say, that if I – live by spiritual principles, carry this in all my affairs, put the food down and get busy working these steps so I can get this relationship with God so I can have this transformation. With that, I pass. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much, Kelly. Okay. Uh, We're going to go with Rachel in just a second here, but just a friendly reminder to everyone where we are. We are on page 164. 
the second paragraph focusing on the last two sentences, starting with, see to it that your relationship with him is right. And then we'll take some more names after Rachel. But go ahead, Rachel. It is your turn, your time. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Rachel Kay, compulsive overeater from Northern California, at least for the next two weeks. Um, thank you so much for calling on me. Um, this paragraph, or it's not even a paragraph, this couple of sentences, um, a bunch of things stood out to me. So I love, you know, I'm pretty, make it simple for me, okay? Make it straightforward and simple. And I love it when the big book says, if A, then B. You know, if if you do this, then you're going to get that because that's, that's what I'm looking for, right? Just tell me what to do. And it says, um, you know, see to it that your relationship with him is right. Okay, so if I if I see to it that my relationship with God is right, okay, what do I have to do to do that? I have to be entirely honest. I have to be entirely honest with myself, with God, and with other people um, because, you know, lies, uh, they're not going to cut it. They're going to they're gonna block me off from God and from other people. And then what will happen, and great events will come to pass for me and countless others. Okay, what are great events? Um, I did not end up winning an Oscar, although I had rehearsed my acceptance speech, you know, when I was knee deep in the food and, and, and in fantasy and like all these dreams of what was going to happen. But you know what I did get? I got a fellowship that I crave. I got, I mean, this weekend, uh, you know, I, I'm moving. I had a going away party and people showed up, you know, I actually have friends um, I have a life. I'm able to support myself. I couldn't do that before I got out of the food. Um, when I get in the fear, like I have been, um, you know, for the past several days because of my job, because of a bunch of stuff, I realize, oh my God, these are such high class problems. You know, these are such, I am not face down in the food. Um, you know, I am not, I'm able to get up in the morning. I, I shower every day. I brush my teeth every day. These are all things I did not do when I was in the food. Um, I didn't take care of myself. I, I didn't have friends. Um, I, you know, I didn't take care of hygiene every day. You know, this is a great event, believe it or not. And if, you know, if that seems crazy, then you know, then more power to you. If it doesn't seem crazy, then then you're probably like me. The fact that I can do these basic things, these are great events. So why am I in fear? Why am I in fear? It's because I'm not relying on God. It's because I've taken for granted that me getting up in the morning, not being hungover from food is a great event. Capital G, capital E. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, and I've run out of time, so thank you for, for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Rachel. Okay, so we are going to take some names on where, uh, of those who would like to share on what was read. Who would like to share? Reggie O. Jen A. Sharon K. Sharon K. Reggie O. a couple guys. Reggie O. Carol Q. Anita. Anita J. 
Emma L. L. Okay. I've got Jen A, Sharon K, Reggie O, Carol Q, Anita J, Emma L. Did I miss anybody? Okie dokie. I'm sorry, who? Stacy M. I know there was someone before Stacy. Andrea B. Andrea. Andrew B. Sorry, yeah. I think you were trying to be there earlier. I just didn't catch you. And Stacy, I don't know. We'll see if we can get to you, okay? So here we go. Great lineup. Jen A, Sharon K, Reggie O, Carol Q, Anita J, Emma L, Andrea B, and Stacy. I didn't get your initial, um, but I will do that. Okay, Jen A, you are up. Please go ahead. Hey, good morning, Amy. Thanks so much. Um, this is Jen A, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Littleton, Colorado. Um, see to it that my relationship with him is right. Well, I came into this program um, because I didn't want to get fat. I was anorexic and dying. I didn't want to be that fat 220-pound girl anymore. Um, little did I know that this program that you guys offered me was going to give me an approach to something better than being thin. Um, it was going to give me a way of life. It was going to give me freedom, it was going to give me serenity, and it was going to give me peace. Um, and five years later, I can actually say that I can see that this program gave me an approach to God. Um, it's become a personal relationship for me. Um, it's no longer a quote-unquote program. I don't say I do my program, I live my program. No, I live this way of life, connected to God, serving God, serving others. Um, for me, you know, I quit telling God what I want, and now I ask him. And we looked at that yesterday. I love that paragraph right before, ask, right? My acronym for ask is, now today, because I'm no longer drowning myself in food, God gives me A, an awareness. And what do I do with that awareness? I get still. I seek him out, and I surrender whatever it is over to him and run it through the steps 1 through 12. And then he's going to give me the K, the knowledge to carry it out. He's going to give me the guidance, the direction, and intuitive thought of decision. That's the cool part. That's how this works, this quote-unquote program that we call it, right? It's actually a personal relationship with a power greater than myself that's going to restore me to sanity on a day-by-day, minute-by-minute basis. When I trust on him, when I rely on him. You know, it's all the things that we hear. It's all the things that people say. The difference for me today is I'm not giving it lip service. I'm doing it. Thank you, God, for getting me on my knees today, you know, for getting me to this place where I love you, that I adore you, that you're the Lord of my life, that you rule over everything in my life on a minute-by-minute, day-by-day basis, whether it's a coworker that irritates me or a kid that doesn't treat me the way I want to be treated. This Father of light that presides over all of us, wow. It's so cool. That's how I stand in the sunlight of the spirit. I don't shine. He shines down on me. And I live these steps. And I love the last part of it today. Just, it just gets me so excited. Like my feet are sweating. I'm so excited, right? That this is not just a fact. This is the great fact. And I don't need to be results driven. But let me tell you, I was the girl. My story is, I heard the man with those nine-step promises, and I wanted what he had. And if that's what got me through the door and kept me sitting in those meetings day by day, week by week, so be it. That's my timer. Thanks, Amy. Everybody have a great day. Thank you, Jen. 
Okay, Sharon Kate, followed by Reggie L. Sharon, your time. Good morning, everybody. My name is Karen Kay from Syracuse, New York. And um, I just want to say what a lovely, lovely two lines. I mean, I love the whole uh, big book. I am not in charge. Um, I need to surrender every day because every day I wake up with another case of the isms. I need to be teachable to the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And what I've learned before in a way, and what I'm learning now in a way, I'm developing a new experience. I don't have the answers. Since um, August, there has been rapid, rapid changes from engagement to marriage to job to whatever, and I needed help. So I didn't have that serenity that I once had, and I got help. And I want to be, and I am a, teach, uh, a student of the big book. Once I think I have all the answers, I'm in big trouble. And only God can be that source. Now, I've heard it in my head. I've had it in my heart. And I don't want what I had before. I want something that better what I had before. And only God can give that. And having somebody guide me through those steps, an entire, complete surrender to the process. And with that, I'll pass. And everybody have a blessed day. Thank you so much, Karen Kay. All right, Reggie O, followed by Carol Q. Go ahead, Reggie. Hi, thanks, Amy. Thanks so much for your service and everybody. My name is Reggie O. I'm gratefully recovered today in Texas. And boy, what a what an just what amazing shares and what spirit and energy on this program, especially in this meeting, especially through these uh, this last section here. See to it that your relationship with, with him, with God, is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. You know, when, when, I, when I first came into program, that was the last thing I wanted was a relationship with God. And that's because I did not, I had a God of my understanding. The God of my understanding is a totally, is totally different than the God I came into program with. Uh, because this one is mine. The one I came in with was given for me, and it just didn't work. It it just did not work, um, but here I am, and you know I'm, I'm reminded that relationships. When my this is about my relationship with God, my higher power, and all relationships require time. You know, to have a good relationship, a rich relationship, time needs to be spent with that. You know, who I'm having the relationship with. This one is God. That means I need to spend time with God, me and God. And I can do that, you know, with me and God alone. I can do that with me and God and sponsees. I can do that with me and God. But I I know that I, I seek more and more. I continue to seek more and more because it's so easy to forget when I'm not seeking. And I'm either going to be coming from my ego or I'm going to be coming from the, you know, the great source spirit uh, within me, you know, and my recovery. And and that's that's where I choose to come, you know. I, I, and I'm not always perfect with that, but I get that way more and more. See to it that your relationship with God is right. Step three, made a decision to turn my will and life over to God. And it talks about the, the, the position that we took, you know, and the position that we took was to quit playing God and let God be God and I'll be me. And the, it leads right into the third step promises when we sincerely took such a position. It's amazing. I, I, the first time I heard those promises, I was blown away. 
when my relationship with God is right, I, great events will come to pass for me and countless others. And I, I love that it was brought out today that not only, you know, will great events come to pass for me, but through me, God through me can also help bring that about for other people, you know, as I'm working, you know, as I'm working this program and that that is a fact. And um, I, I even, you know, had some new awareness this morning. I woke up feeling grumpy, wondering what I was going to do at the time of my morning. And, and I was given this thought and this idea and it completely transformed my morning. Where did that come from? You know, it came, it came from God and it came from the spirit within. And here I am having this beautiful experience of connection with you all. And, uh, I'm just uh, ever so grateful to be doing this with all of to be doing this and to be doing this with all of you. So, thank you, and I'll pass with that. Thank you, Reggie. Carol Q, you're up. Hi, this is Good Anita. morning, Ms. Carol. Good morning. Oh. Can you hear me? Sorry. I can hear you, Carol. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your service, and good morning. It's Carol Q in Ontario, Canada, and I'm feeling very grateful this morning. Um, just so grateful for this program and the fellowship. What really keeps me connected is um, doing my 10th step at night and uh, sitting down and going over my day and sharing that with someone else and asking for help. And in the morning when I can sit down and, and write, I write a letter to my higher power and ask him to guide and direct me for the day. <laughs> I'm very grateful because this morning I was brushing my teeth and I thought about an incident that happened with my sister a while ago and right away I felt jealous. <laughs> and I thought, oh my goodness, there goes my alcoholic mind again. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to turn over that to my higher power. You know, at one time I couldn't do that. I thought like that would come to my mind. It would stay with me all day and I'd be all of a sudden angry at someone who walked by and I'd look at the way someone was wearing their hat and it wasn't on properly. And I was so much into myself. And today I'm just so grateful. I'm able to put the food down. I have no desire to compulsively overeat, no desire to purge and no desire to hurt another person. And I'm just grateful for that. Thank you, everyone who is here. May you be blessed with a happy day. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Carol. Okay, Anita J., you're up, followed by Emma L. Hi, this is Anita L. I think it was me. Um, oh, who... yeah, go ahead, Anita. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. That's okay. And I, I apologize um, for chiming in before I was unmuting when you said the name and I thought it was my turn. So forgive me, Carol Q. I, I'm sorry. Um, no and everybody else on the line. Um, so I am Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. Very grateful and humbled today and loving these two lines. Um, see to it that you know, my relationship with my higher power is right. And for for others out there, I've been really surrendering and working on that relationship for a long time now. It's been um, a little over a year and a half that I've been meditating daily and sometimes twice a day. It's been a while since I really do that. However, 
Um, and more so than that, the six and seven, I'm surrendering lately in particular some specific character defects. And last night, there was like a shift in my brain. I can't explain it. Um, I said to my meditation partner this morning, I think I went from being a teenager to an adult last night. And this was incredible for me. And this morning being able to share my experience with another and showing what my higher power has done for me. You know, every one of the shares this morning has been just amazing. I, I come to this meeting every day because, or, you know, whenever it's offered, because I learn and I grow and I set aside everything I think I know about myself, etc. And um, great events are coming to pass. And these great events are being able to show up for others unconditionally and being there. I'm, I'm going through some major things right now. Several people in my life are dying. And um, one is my father-in-law. And last night, my husband and I, talked in the middle of the night for two hours and I was able to be, be there for him and that is a gift and I pass. Thank you. It's all due to God. Thank you so much, Anita. Emma L, followed by Andrea B. It's going to be a little bit tight and Stacy, please share in a second hour. I don't think we're going to get to you, but we'll keep trying. All right, Emma L, you're up. Please go ahead. All right. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Okay. Great, great. Emma L here, compulsive, a cover compulsive eater, bulimic, dialing in from London. Great to be on the line and just what a fantastic meeting. And thank you, everybody, for your service on this meeting. Um, oh, this is, these, these few sentences are just really resonating with me today. And I'm reflecting on my kind of journey um, up until where I am right now today. I came into the rooms, into OA 13 years ago with no relationship with a, with a higher power, with God. And uh, in fact, I thought that all the God stuff would be what would cause me to leave the fellowship. Um, and, you know, so I did everything I could to sort of avoid that. And really, you know, what was still my higher power, even whilst I was abstinent, I got abstinent quickly and I was abstinent for a number of years. My higher power was still the food. I was still favoring the food, even though it was down. I was just now favoring the food plan. The food plan was the higher, higher power. And I thought that I'd arrived. I thought that I was recovered. I thought that that was it. And it, it sort of ran its course. And I began to really, really struggle and be back in the food and be in the food whilst in the room, which was almost worse than not being and crying out to this higher power that I didn't really have a relationship with. You know, where are you? Why are you doing this to me? Lots and lots of kind of, you know, my God, why have you forsaken me? Um, and, uh, you know, that is no relationship. I'm really reflecting on this. See him that your relationship is right. 
and I'm looking at other relationships in my life and thinking, if I just, you know, didn't really show up very much with my husband, ignored him most of the time, half the time discredited him, and then, you know, in my moments of desperation, blamed him for not being there with me. You know, what what can I expect? Of course, my, my higher power has been there for me the whole time, but I have my own free will and I kept my higher power away. And now I'm really changing that. And the steps, thank you. I am so grateful for being guided to doing the steps as they're done in the big book so that I could find God and have this new relationship and one where I do show up now. I show up every morning. I'm humble. I asked how I can be of service. And I'm given so much guidance. But before any of that, I'm given love. It's like this beautiful experience of love. And, you know, I heard on these meetings um, others sharing about, you know, when the food goes down, you are going to find even comfort, thank you, in your higher power in ways that are far greater than food. And that's what I'm discovering. And I'm really grateful. Okay, Emma, thank you so much. Uh, Andrea B., you're going to wrap us up. Please go ahead. Andrea, press star one to unmute. You've got two minutes. Thank you. Hi, Andrea B. Um, Just wanting to say that this is exactly what I needed this morning. The shares have been absolutely brilliant. God shots. Thank you so much. through you know through the grace of god through service through working with others um i you know have abstinence today um and some good remember when's in this call you know like recognizing that i can be hung over from eating non-abstinent food or i can be hung over from eating abstinent foods but not abstinent behaviors um and it's just so funny, right? Like how quickly I can take take my will back. And it's just a way of the insanity showing up. Um, you know, like even as I get ready for work and I go, oh, I look good instantly. I take credit for that instantly. My relationship with him, all of a sudden, God doesn't matter anymore. Um, it's, you know, rather than saying thank you, rather than putting God first, I'm putting, you know, my ego, my credit, my blaming goes goes first um and it's just it's hilarious to be able to see it today because it is such a childish way of living and um you know i can read i can read page 164 all the time and it always lights me up um thank you so much uh for my recovery and wish you all another 24. thank you so much andrea okay thanks everyone such an awesome meeting. Thank you to Team Tuesday. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following. The share ID for today, Tuesday, February 8, 2022, is 18,522. That's 18522. We will now close with a reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Nancy T., could you please read that for us? Thank you, Amy. Wow, what a meeting. I'm on a spiritual high. And now we Mm -hmm. get to read it again. All right. Um, Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. 
God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then. Thank you.